there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Back at it again, and the beat goes on. Another win for the Dodgers at the baseball trade deadline. They didn't even play a game on Monday, but the Dodgers victorious yet again. All they do is win. All they do is win in 2017. And when you're on pace to go to 114 wins, which is what the Dodgers are on pace to do right now, you don't typically have to make a trade. You don't have to make a trade. The, the team that has to make a trade, like the, the Cubs, they had to make some trades. They made a bunch of trades prior to the deadline because they got to catch the Dodgers, where the Dodgers are right now. But the Dodgers stole the headlines at the non-waiver trade deadline they made the splash. They made the move. And now we just sit back and wait till October and enjoy the journey and look forward to a world championship uh, for the Dodgers because that's where this is going to end up when it's all done and it's all over at the end of the baseball season. But clearly, one thing I've learned from the trade deadline, the Dodgers listen. They listen. My counsel a week ago, I gave a heartfelt Maller monologue 
and I advised the Dodgers to trade for you, Darvish. I told them to get this guy to make it happen. And a week later, a week later, you, Darvish, is headed to Los Angeles. Now, if you want to go back and hear that Maller monologue, which swung the pendulum in favor of Darvish coming to L.A., that was the July 24th into the 25th podcast. So the 24th into the 25th, if you go back and hear that podcast, if I, I think it was the opening hour. Uh, it was the opening hour. You'll hear that. And uh, my point-by-point analysis of why the Rangers should not have traded Darvish and why the Dodgers were wise to trade for. But a package of suspects headed deep in the heart of Texas and you, Darvish, coming back to the Dodgers. But wait, there's more. L.A. picked up a pair of Tony Awards. They acquire a couple left-handed relievers, Tony Watson from the Pirates and the great Tony San Greeny uh, from the Cincinnati Reds, or Grani, excuse me. Who? Uh, Grani. He sucked since the All-Star break, but he was actually good in the first half of the season. So the Dodgers get three pitchers at the trade deadline. The question is, is forget about those other two guys. Let's focus in on the Darvish trade because that was the big headline trade. Uh, an all-star level pitcher, you Darvish, going from the Rangers to the Dodgers. How do you grade it? How do you grade the trade? Well, considering the fact that the Dodgers didn't have to do anything, they didn't have to do anything. They're good enough, clearly, to stand pat, but they did. And uh, the Rangers also didn't have to do anything. And they got a bunch of suspects in return. I'm going to give the Dodgers an A+. Plus. I'll give the Rangers the standard C. Right For the Dodgers, though, this particular trade, the U Darvish trade, is roster fortifying and also, more importantly, confidence boosting. If that's even possible, the way they played so far this year. And I'll walk you through this. But n- number one, the Dodgers already have the most complete team in baseball. The most complete team in baseball. Now, no one's perfect, right? I'm not saying here the Dodgers are, are, are never going to lose again. That's not the case. But if you look at the way they played, they are the most top-to-bottom complete team. And I don't buy into team of destiny and all that. I don't most of the time buy into that gibberish. That's something that's typically said uh, when the final results are in. You say, well, this is the team of destiny, but no. Now, nevertheless, if you want to nitpick, if you want to nitpick here and say, well, where could you get better? And if you're going to nitpick, you say left-handed relieving and another starting pitcher. Check, check. Getting Darvish, and in particular Tony Watson from the Pirates, those two moves, roster-fortifying moves, you reinforce a couple of areas that were possible weaknesses. They have not been particular weaknesses so far. And it shows that the front office is committed to win. Right? They're all in. They are all in on the 2017 version of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Rather than shop at the liquidation sale and get some scraps, which is what well, certainly an option. You can go out and get players after the trade deadline. You can still make trades. But this is more of a high-end trade, right? It's a, the million-dollar question with, with all of these moves, and it's the great unknown, is, well, what's the guy going to do when he changes teams? Right? You Darvish has not only been a pitcher, he's been terrible 
of late. In fact, his last eight starts, he's 0-5 with an ERA of almost six. And the, the excuse has been that Darvish was tipping his pitches, that he was somehow letting the other team know exactly what was coming. We will find out whether that's true or not if he continues to pitch extended batting practice when he changes teams. And how is he going to assimilate with the Dodgers? There's a blending in process. When you change jobs, you go to a, an environment which is a foreign environment to you. Now, you would assume that Darvish pitching in the American League and going against lineups that have a DH would immediately be better against National League lineups without the designated hitter. And you'd also assume the games he pitches at Dodger Stadium, which is like the Grand Canyon compared to the launching pad in Arlington, that that is a win-win situation. So I would expect that Darvish is going to have a spiritual awakening in L.A. and that he will pitch great the last couple of months. This is also a money-grab situation for Darvish. He's 30 years old. He's going to be a free agent in a couple of months. And while he's going to get a lot of money either way, if you pitch well in big games, you know how this works. You pitch well in big games, your value skyrockets. And he's going to get a lot of money now. But if Darvish can prove that he's a big game guy and shut everyone up about that in October, then he's going to get even more money, even more money on top of that. And you know, we'll see what the great Tony Watson can do from the Pirates. He's been really good for the past month. He's got an ERA of about two as a left-handed reliever uh, for the Dodgers. Now, uh, other than that, right, other than that, the, these moves are confidence-boosting. Right, the morale, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a win-win. Now, the other side of it, the Rangers. Now, this, for the Rangers, is a white flag situation. They have hoisted up the white flag over the stadium in Arlington. They have said, this is it. We suck. We surrender. No moss. That is it. It's all over. Now, the Rangers, I believe, are five and a half games out in the wild card race. So when you're five and a half out in the wild card race, you're, you're within striking distance. You're, you're within a good week of baseball. You play well. A couple of teams ahead of you have a bad week and they stub their toe. And then you're right there in, in, with a you know, month to go, whatever it is, by the time you pick up the two and a half games to get within three games, you're right there. And so for giving up, for throwing your arms up in the air and saying, that's it, you got me, what do the Rangers get? They, they laid down their weapons. For the final couple months of the baseball season, and they the reward, they get some lottery tickets. That's where they get prospects equal lottery tickets. You trade a pile of money for a couple of scratchers, hoping you'll get more money in return. This is a give-up situation for the Rangers. The, the bottom line, though, on this, again, Andrew Friedman, who's running the Dodger front office, uh, and everyone else there did their job. And now it is up to you, Darvish and uh, Tony Watson and these other guys they picked up to fit in. And the Major League Baseball playoffs will be here before you know it. And many of the games, many of the games on Fox, they're on Fox. The postseason begins Tuesday, October 3rd. So we got a little over two months to go, 63 days to go until the start of the baseball postseason. And uh, the way you have to look at this, trying to explain this. I've been doing this a lot here. The playoffs, it's like a spin of the roulette wheel when you get to the postseason. Now, the first step is to get in and to have a number. 
on the roulette wheel. But when you get in there, you like your chances of winning. If I took you to Vegas or your favorite uh, local casino, and I said, all right, I'm going to let you bet some money. I want you to play roulette, and you can bet on five numbers, or you can bet on 36 numbers, you're going to like your chances. But even if you put money on all 36 numbers on the roulette wheel, every now and again, you spin that wheel, and it comes up green zero or double zero. And you're like, no, I didn't have any money on those numbers. But at this point, the Dodgers have laid all the chips out. They're all out right there. They're feeling pretty confident in the, the postseason. I know this is very upsetting to people that are, are demeaning and uh, trying to put down uh, this particular dynasty in the making here, this Dodger team. But uh, this is a tough day. you got nothing to say. You have nothing. There, even that wet blanket Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie, who wrote the eulogy for the Dodgers when Clayton Kershaw went on the disabled list. That's it. They can't win. Oh, my God. Even he's got to be licking his I, wounds right now. I love right how now. you continue to lie every Again, time you bring me in on this. The listener knows. Yes, the they listener do. knows they do. what happened. You were doing negative radio, as you usually do, <laughs> and you were dead wrong. Admit you were wrong right now. Well, Admit let, you were wrong. <laughs> Admit let, it right let, now. Let's recap what I said first. What I said was, without Clayton Kershaw, they will not win the World Series. I didn't say anything about the regular season. No, you were like, oh, they're in trouble. They're I, in I, trouble. I, I you, were doing that. Clayton, you were doing that the entire the show that night. The exact quote was, if Clayton Kershaw does they not pitch in the postseason. They can win without Kershaw. No, I they said can't. It that night. No, I'll they say can't. it again. If Clayton Kershaw you does not pitch Darvish. in the postseason, the Dodgers you are done. Darvish. That's what I said, say and I stand by it. You and by Darvish. the way, did you, you just use the word dynasty Darvish. and the Dodgers? You Darvish. Have you lost your mind? Well, I see five straight division champions. Championships they're going to have. You got to be at the slapped in the face for the, using the word dynasty and the is, Dodgers. Oh, they haven't won a World Series since 1988. I can say whatever I want. A dynasty. Right? I can say whatever I want. They're, they are in the making of a dynasty. They, the five straight division titles. Can this they win? The can they win straight. one World Series this before is, you bring out the D word? They're going to be the Atlanta Braves, but better than the <laughs> you, Atlanta Braves because the Braves only won one World Series. This is a constant playoff you will say game. Anything this on the radio? Is, this is you will a, say absolutely what is, anything. This is not incorrect. Why yeah, not call yeah, the yeah. shot? Uh, early? Wait, wait. Yes, it I is. I am a distant relative of Nostradamus. Uh, that's another five, lie. Five straight playoff appearances as a division winner. For the Dodgers, yeah, about what, a, what a Clippers thing to say. And, to totally. and now they have the top team in baseball. They're going to the World Series. I wouldn't talk Koopa Loop. I still remember what happened in Toronto on Sunday, okay? I wouldn't talk Angel Fanboy. I'd keep the, the mouth shut over there, okay? Thank you very oh, much. Oh, Red Herring. Nobody's my, talking about my, the Angels, This is my Ben. chance Uh-oh. to Red talk Herring. Here. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, here's a guy that gets it. Ernie in Michigan says, Ben, congratulations on your Dodgers 2017 World Series title. I was just wondering, <laughs> will they repeat or even three-peat? Yeah. Well, I'm looking at... Three in a row, four in a row sounds pretty good. We'll start with this year, and then we'll see what happens after that. But I'm very optimistic as the Dodgers have won yet again. They win the trade deadline. All they do is win. All they do is win. That is it. Everything they do. And judging by the reaction of the people who are so uh, triggered by certain words uh, that have been said here, I, that reinforces my position that I am correct with my analysis. We'll get to well, the— why wouldn't it? Well, of course— 
because if you go by the definition of the word, I am correct. Let's go to Jim, who's in New York on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jim. Hello. You really cracked me up, though, this dynasty talk. Yes. What are going to be a, a dynasty like Buffalo was? Well, do you know what? A, do, do you know what? A, do you know what the term "dynasty"? The definition of the word "dynasty." Do you know what that means? It's winning a World Series. Yeah. No, no, that's yes, incorrect. Actually, it's the uh, the hereditary rulers of a country, and the Dodgers okay. have owned the National League West. Now, this will be their fifth consecutive well, Buffalo Bills division owned, win. I'm not talking about the, the Buffalo. I don't care about the, the Buffalo same, Bills. It's a I don't care comparison. about the Buffalo Bills. It's a good comparison. And in those years, the Buffalo Bills did own the division. That's Call right. Call them a dynasty then. That, they were the dynasty in the AFC East in those. I have no problem using that. Why am I? Who's afraid of the word dynasty? Who cares? It's a word. Well, if you want to use it like an idiot, then they go ahead. It's, it's a word. Why give the word so much power? Big deal. The definition of the word is rulers of a country, a line of... But they don't rule anything. They do rule the division. Do you understand? Now, maybe you don't understand this, Jim. You're a football guy. But in baseball, it is more difficult to be good over 162 games than it is for a month. You understand that, right? You have to be good for six months to win a division. In the playoffs, you have to be good for a few weeks to win a world championship. Against the best competition, though. Again, You're not playing the San Francisco Giants every, every other night. It's more difficult to be good from <laughs> ape, from the beginning of April or the end of March, whenever they start the regular season, until October than just in October. Anybody that knows baseball knows that. So you should celebrate division championships in baseball. The Dodgers have had a reign of success in the National League West, and it's going to continue for the foreseeable future. There's no end in sight here. And they're going to get to the World Series. They're going to start winning World Series. And why be behind? Why not be ahead of the times here? Why, why, be, why, why wait? be accurate? Why wait? How do you know I'm not accurate? How because do you know you, I'm not you accurate? You say this kind of stuff all the time, How do you know, and it doesn't you don't happen. You know I'm not accurate. How do you know? You have proof? You haven't seen yes. what's going to happen? Who, who did the you say, who did you say would win, win the, the World next, Series last the year? The Dodgers can win the next four who World Series. Who did you say would win the World Series last year? I'm not talking about last year. I'm talking, I'm talking about, about right accuracy. Now. I'm talking about I'm talking things about you say, right things that you say that second. supposedly are going to come true. Give me some evidence right now, I'm giving you one right now. Give me evidence that I am wrong right now. I'm not talking about last season. I am. I'm talking about history. Well, I'm not. You're having a different conversation than me. No, I'm not. I'm talking about you making statements that Turn out to in be this false, and that's what moment, you did last year. I'm talking year. about the you 2017. You said the Chicago Cubs had no chance to win the World Series. What happened last Los year? Los Angeles Dodgers. Tell me where I'm wrong. Go ahead. I just told you I'm where you were wrong. I'm not talking about last There's year. No, there, you can't prove it. I don't care it. about you last year. You can't prove it. And you can't prove they're not going to win. I can prove you, you were wrong no, last you have, year. Okay. You have last no, year. You, you have no evidence that the Dodgers are not going to win the next three World Series. You have and no, neither do you. You have no and proof. And neither do you. I, that's right. I have no proof they're not going to win the next three either. You are correct. So they very well so could win. So why say that? Why not? Because, because you're they're, wrong they're all the time. Way. That's why. You oh, look like a boob. Oh, I'm so afraid of being wrong on the like radio. A, well, you're not afraid I'll to look be like a, a boob. Coward. That's for sure. I'll be like all the other wusses on radio and not give any opinions. I'll be like everyone else, all the you hacks. You give plenty of opinions. Hack, it's just that they're all wrong. Every hack in radio that sucks that does this for a living and won't give any opinions. I, oh, I might be wrong in a sports opinion. Oh, my God. I might be incorrect. Yeah. I gave a sports some opinion pe- some that was incorrect. Some people care about being accurate. Ben Maller does not care about being we can, right. we can all foreshadow the future. Oh, Master Garcia, yeah, who the can Clippers see will into the never future. win a championship. How yes, about that? They'll never win never. a championship. That's right. Yes, and what's your evidence on that, Eddie? Go because ahead. Because they're the Clippers. Because they're the Clippers. Well, that's very deep, Eddie. You it sound is. so so educated and so smart, I'm, I'm Eddie. As smart as you calling the you Dodgers wanna, a dynasty. You, you get, haven't won a World well, Series again, since I was in high school. Five consecutive Division titles. They are the that, rulers that's what you consider success? of the national. By the definition, that's what you consider success. By the definition of the term, 
Then why, even, why even go to the postseason? Just be happy with your division by titles. By the definition of the term dynasty, they rule the National League West. Would you disagree with that? Yeah, I would. They do not rule the National League West. Well, you said the definition of a dynasty is like rulers of a country. But if you're looking at the Major League Baseball, the division's more like a state. And the, the conference would be the country. And then the entire league would be the world. So See, I don't look at it that You way. guys aren't really a dynasty at all. You're I look at it like, like the United Nations and all the countries get together and the Dodgers rule their country and they play other countries. That's why they call it the World Series. You see, they, call, they don't call it the states playing each other. They call it the World Series. So it's countries playing countries. Think right, right. The, the conferences states, are the co- countries. So states, if they were the representatives the of the National League countries. in the World Series for the past five seasons, it's then, like the then European, sure, you could call them a dynasty. The but European, just a division? It's like the European Union. Or the, the, the dynasty right, getting, over four other teams? All the countries Ooh. in Europe getting together, and then all the, you know, the, well, that's the Americas getting together. I mean, that's uh, what he considers The fact successful. that you guys are so upset by this, again, reinforces a, my upset. position I'm here. I'm just pointing out the facts. I love the fact that Eddie's like, oh, you might be wrong, Ben. Don't be wrong on the radio. Don't be wrong. I love when you do this Ben voice. I, I love that. It is so hilarious. To me. I am so. I, I, th- our industry is filled with hacks who are so afraid yes. to be wrong. Yes, it is. It is a disease. It's a plague. God forbid. You you're know, definitely it's, it's not afraid to be horrific. wrong. I'll give you that. Yes, and I am right this time. This is no, a time not. I am correct. I can't wait I was for them so, to blow it. I was so upset about the U Darvish trade because those idiots at that uh, old takes exposed, they couldn't retweet that story because I got it right, Eddie. The U Darvish trade one week ago, right here on the airways of Fox Sports Radio, we ranted and raved about U Darvish to the Dodgers, and it happened. And if I had talked to you, you said, oh, that's not going to happen. You're always wrong, Ben. You're never right about these trades. That would have been your response. That would have been your that comeback. That was a great call on your part. Exactly correct. And I am yeah. on a like roll three guys right now. That everybody wanted. On you one a of roll them. right now. That is right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, enough of the parasites. Let's bring in the coop the loop here for another edition of Maller to the third degree. Ben, this past weekend saw a bit of back and forth between Matt Ryan and Kyle Shanahan. Now, Ryan made some comments about how long it took Shanahan to get in play calls when he was coordinating the Falcons' offense. Now, Ryan recently walked those comments back a bit and said he wasn't trying to place blame. Now, how much blame do you think that Kyle Shanahan deserves for what happened to the Falcons in the Super Bowl? So let me, let me pretend here I'm in the kitchen, I'm, I'm the blame chef, and I'm going to cook up a casserole of blame. And here are the ingredients in the casserole of blame. I'm going to go 80% Matt Ryan and 20% Kyle Shanahan. That's how I'm going to make my casserole. And I'll tell you why. A, the fact that Matt Ryan backed off his comments, you know, he backed off these comments, to me is irrelevant. We know how he feels. When a public figure says something, you believe the initial comment, you don't believe as much the apology. Matt Ryan simply did not want to deal with the blowback. And so he tried to use some diplomacy after not using diplomacy, as wonderful as Tom Brady has been. And for many, that is the defining moment of Tom Brady's career, the pinnacle to come back from 28-3 down in the Super Bowl. It had, would have been impossible, would have been mathematically, physically impossible to come back from 28-3 down without a gigantic push across the finish line by the Falcons. Matt Ryan 
He's got to own it. Accountability matters on this one, and he was he was the guy on the field. If he makes a few more plays, then the conversation we're having right now never takes place. And B, Kyle Shanahan clearly was trying to milk the cow. Right? It, it was some terrible play calling. It was terrible. Now, I don't mind the fact that he took a long time to get the plays in, but you got to run the ball more. He attempted to run out the clock by running down the play clock and throwing. A very bizarre approach, but I guess that's the more nuanced, modern version of the NFL. Uh, but clearly that part of it is on Shanahan. He's now run off to coach the 49ers. But if Matt Ryan does not have that critical fumble in the fourth quarter when hit by Dante Hightower, if he holds on to the damn ball, if he doesn't get sacked, the Falcons win the game. They might have won it 28-25 to 25 or something like that, but they would have won the game anyway. Next. Now, speaking of public squabbles, the drama between David Price and Dennis Eckersley has seems to have everyone contributing their two cents. Now, if you don't know what happened, they had a disagreement post-game, and uh, David Price told Eckersley to shove it, basically. Well, that's not exactly true. It was actually on the Red Sox team plane. Yeah, it was after the, it was after the game. But it right. wasn't. It wasn't in the locker room. It was did in say, front of the entire. Room? Well, you made it seem like it was in the locker room. It's more embarrassing. <laughs> right. It's more embarrassing because it was on the team in play. front of everybody. Yes, and the players were cheering as Price was mocking Eckersley. Right yeah. now, see, there's there's different sides to this. Dustin Pedroia reportedly cheered when Price told Eckersley to shut up, but now yesterday David Ortiz said that he thinks Price should come and apologize to Eckersley. Ben, what's your two cents on all of this? Yeah, well, well here's my uh, my opinion. David Price is both thin-skinned and a douche. Uh, that's my hot take on David Price. I don't believe I'm wrong on that. He's a well-paid douche, but he's still a douche. First of all, Price was expected to apologize over the weekend. How did that go? He came out to address Boston media. Uh, let's just say not good. Uh, Price instead challenged Dennis Eckersley to just show his face at at Finway in the locker room. Again, he was supposed to apologize, and instead he's like, well, Eckersley should show his face. Uh, So here's a text message to David Price, okay? You are not in Tampa anymore. You're not in Detroit. You're not in Toronto. If you have rabbit ears in Boston, you are going to be eaten alive. Uh, We've seen it before. It's happening right now. Dennis Eckersley, I've watched him call Red Sox games on the dish, and from where I sit, this is far from a savage broadcaster. He's fair with his criticism. Every once in a while, he gives a snarky comment, which I like, but mostly he plays it straight down the middle, and you have to be really thin-skinned to take umbrage with Dennis Eckersley and his analysis of the Red Sox. And there is no meeting scheduled now between Eckersley and Price, we've been told. Secondly, Price, he took the biggest contract offer he could get. That's what I would do also. That's what you would do. You take the money. It just happened to come from the Red Sox. And you take the good, you take the bad. The good is you get the money. The bad is you're you're in a place where you're not that comfortable. But I'll tell you what, Dennis Eckersley is a much more beloved figure for the regulars at Fenway, the Red Sox, the diehards of the Red Sox, than David Price who looks like he can't handle that town, that he, that, that he can't handle pitching in a baseball-obsessed area like Boston. All right, next. 
Now, Rick Carlisle wasn't twickling, tickling the twine over the weekend. He was tickling ivory. Carlisle was. That was uh, almost a big time blooper. Yes, it was. <laughs> I saved myself. Though. <laughs> uh, Carlisle was seen playing the piano at Harrison Barnes's wedding over the weekend. <laughs> Got me thinking, Ben. Do you have any hidden talents that listeners would be surprised to hear about? Well, listen. Uh, with the assistance of YouTube and uh, my father-in-law, I was able to switch out a toilet. I uh, bought. I went to Home Depot. I bought a toilet. I watched a YouTube video and uh, was able to uh, take. Take the commode out, and uh, I did not get any did not get any poopy water on me, which I'm very proud of this weekend. I was very excited about that. My my grandfather was a plumber, so he's likely rolling over in his grave thinking about me changing a toilet and needing to watch a YouTube video. And and when I was a kid, my parents had a grand piano at the Maller Mansion, the original Maller Mansion, and my mom thought I would be. I would be more successful in life if I learned how to play the piano. So she tried to give me piano lessons. I believe I learned two songs, uh, and that was it. So at one point, I did know how to play two songs on the piano. What are the two songs? Uh, we don't have time for that. Look at the clock. Oh, my God, we got to go. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? You passed this edition. That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Mallers Mountain of Money. And we've got Chris in Kansas City. Hello, Chris. Oh, hello, Ben. How are you? Welcome. What's uh, what's going on with your voice there, Chris? What's you, what's going on with you? Well, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Just voice. <laughs> just uh, sounded like you were doing a weird voice, though. You know. A bit. No, no, no. That's my voice. Hi, Ben. How are you? It's my first time calling in yeah. to a, yeah. a game. Uh, I tweet you guys all the time. Oh, okay. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, and what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a bartender. I actually uh, run a bar in Kansas City. Yeah, a minute away from the old uh, Ben Maller chicken dinner, whatever that you used to oh, that's have. A great support. Well, I still have it. It's just moved out of that location. Right, that location was sold, and it's still it's still available. You got to drive a little bit to get it, but it's still uh, yeah. Where do where do where do they have it now? Uh, we'll give that out in a minute. I, I, we got to get to the game though, Chris. Because uh, sorry, uh, hold on a sec. Uh, and. Uh, Five or let's go with five. Uh, Mike in in L.A. Mike in L.A. What's going on, Mike? What's up, Big Ben? That was a long sleep number read. Just did. Well, why don't you buy a bed and then I'll never read another sleep number. If everyone buys a bed right now, I'll make a promise to you. If you listening to my voice right now, if you and you and you and you buy sleep number beds and everyone has one, I don't do the commercials anymore. How about that? That's a deal. Yes. Fair enough. You good? Yeah, but make sure you say you bought them because of the Ben Maller That's show. That's right. That's right. You got to do that. You tell everyone goes in and says, "I want a bed." Here's my credit card, and it's because of Ben Maller. Uh, I, I don't have to do any more commercials. I'm good. They're good. Everyone's happy. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Well, what do you do for a living, Mike? I'm a truck driver. Yeah. How's that going for you? It's going good. I'm actually right here passing through Santa Barbara. Oh, really? I, uh, Say hi to Mark, the full name guy. Your favorite caller, yeah. Yeah, that lunatic. Absolute lunatic. Uh, all right, uh, hold on a sec, Mike. So we have Mike and Chris, and 
And, uh, Chris, you can partner up with anyone on the show. Who do you want to partner up with, Chris? Um, I would like to partner with Eddie. All right. Uh, that's a bad job by you, but we all make mistakes. Uh, fine. Uh, very good. Uh, predictable response. Uh, let's uh, say hello to uh, Mike again. Mike, who would you like to partner up with, Mike? Well, let's make it 2-0 and all with you, Big Ben. That's right. We are going to bring home the win is what we are going to do. As I all always right. do, I have the most wins of all time always, on huh? game shows on uh, Fox Sports Radio. No well, after, your, after your five-minute sleep number read, we got to jump right to the game here. Yeah. All right, uh, Chris and Eddie versus Mike and Ben. we got a classic matchup. Uh, just get to the game. Metallica edition. <laughs> Eddie and, uh, and Coop were lucky enough to see them at the Rose Bowl. You're wasting time. Yeah, pipe down there. Seek and destroys category one. Yeah, after you wasted 20 minutes. Category 2, well, disposable. That's a, that's a live read. I'm not that's talking a, about the read. I'm talking about your buildup to the game. All right, Category 2, disposable heroes. I'm a hype man. <laughs> category 3, 1. Category 4, wherever I may roam. Of course, all classic songs. Now, shouldn't Category 1 have been 1? Yeah. Well, well, let's, let's move on. <laughs> all right, Chris, you are on the line. First, you get to choose the first category. Uh, well, I didn't hear the first one, but I'll go category three. Three, the song one. <laughs> it's very confusing. Nope. Uh, All right, and uh, and Mike, <laughs> Mike, that leaves you with seek and destroy, disposable heroes, or wherever I may roam. Seek and destroy. Seek and destroy. Right, we got this, Mike. All right. All right, Eddie and Christopher. Yep, Chris, you're up first here. It's going to be 45 seconds on the clock. 10 to 100 points on the board. All right, and we need the first and last name of these sports figures. Eddie, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, by the way, these athletes retired with one championship. 45 seconds on the clock. Go. NBA player drafted out of high school by Minnesota, won a title in Boston. The big uh, ticket. Uh, Kevin Garnett. Yes. Uh, soon-to-be Hall of Fame quarterback, played in the Arena League. He loves Jesus. Uh, with the Rams. Oh, uh, Kurt Warner. Yes. Uh, the big unit. Uh, Randy Johnson? Yes, the Minister of Defense. Minister of Defense, pass. Uh, former hard-hitting safety for the Buccaneers and Broncos. He's now the GM of the 49ers. Uh, Ronnie Lott? No, uh, went to Stanford. Uh, he was on Fox for a while as a commentator. Uh, I'm doing terrible. All right, pass. pass. Uh, former center <laughs> in the NBA for the Heat and the Hornets. He went to Georgetown. Uh, Patrick Ewing? No. Mm. Oh, well, your clues sucked, Eddie. I mean, this, I feel bad for Chris. You should have picked me. It would have been much better. Yeah, you. Yeah. Well, this was be, this would be where Ben would badmouth his opponent, but I'm not going to do that. Well, I would have given I would have given better clues. All right, hurry up. All right, guys. Uh, that you were looking for Alonzo Mourning, John Lynch, and Reggie White. There. Okay, here we go. <laughs> he hasn't heard of any of those people. Mike, Mike and Ben, seek and destroy. These guys are or were considered masters of the quarterback sack. 45 seconds. All right, Mike, seconds. here, let's do this. Ben, you ready? Yeah. Go. All right, star for the Houston Texans right now defensively, number 99. J.J. Watt. That is correct. Linebacker for the New York Giants in the 1980s. Hall of Lord Famer. Taylor. That is correct. Current linebacker for the Broncos, won the Super Bowl. I believe he was the MVP a couple years ago in the Von Super Miller. Bowl. That is correct. Uh, Buffalo Bills defensive star in the 1990s. That is accurate. Jeez. Linebacker for the Carolina Panthers right now. Played in Green Bay. Started with Carolina. Number 58 out of North Carolina. Pat. Uh, All right. Uh, number one pick this year for the Cleveland Browns out of Texas A&M. Uh, uh, All right. Pass. Gerald. 
Miles, oh. yeah, pass. All right, uh, Cowboys and Broncos defensive star. He just retired, I believe. Marcus Ware. Yeah, I think mean, no, he got it. He no. started it. He started it before. No, the rule man, is if he started no, it before. Don't say no. He started it before. He started it before the buzzer. Yeah, that how, counts. How that <laughs> counts. Except, That's except you argue and you the gave, exact opposite. No, no, we, yes, and we determined because you gave Eddie the points. You gave Eddie the points. That is a hundred point question for it Mike. Was, the ball was still it. in your hand. You on got, that yes, was incorrect. Ben, ben you no, got points last no, week. No, no, he the got the points. He started the Demarcus. He started it before the buzzer. That's a hundred points. He, no, that is a hundred points. You, Mike, you got a hundred. You know what? We need to we need to pause for yeah, a review. Uh, I'm going to go to the right, booth. All right, we'll go to and the I'll booth. Check the audio tape, and we might have one more round. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll do it next. A night without the Ben Maller Show is like a daytime listening to one of those cookie-cutter radio programs. We're different. Join our community on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's get back to it, Coop. What do we got? We got one more round here, I believe. Yes, let's go to it. Yes, and uh, you will not be getting the points because not oh, only was stop. it not in on time, but he yeah. did not answer it correctly. Yes, he did. He said Marcus Ware. He said DeMarcus no, Ware. No, he, he did not. Marcus. Yes, Sorry. he did. I heard it. I got here it we go. What's the score? Chris. 160. Chris, disposable heroes or wherever wait, I wait, may Wait, wait, what's the score, Coop? 100 to 60. 100 to 60. Now, he got Julius oh. Peppers. We do not have Bruce time. Smith. Now, it's more, I had more than 100 points. You do not. Yes, I do. He got Julius Peppers, Bruce Smith, Von Miller. He did Von not get Miller. Julius Peppers. He did get Julius Peppers. No, he Pepper. did not. Oh, please. You said he played in Green please, Bay. He had please. no idea who you were talking Pass. to because he's never please. played he's there. Played, I said he played in Carolina, too. All right, well, go ahead. Do your thing. I don't think we have we time. We don't have time? Now. All right, well, that means the winner. Uh-oh. It's Uh-oh. a incomplete game. Not a complete game. Of money. Nope. No. And that means, nope. Mike, you get a golden uh, nope. ticket. No. Congratulations, no. Mike. You get a golden ticket. No. Congratulations. Another win played. for me. That's incorrect. Oh. It's my show, and I say you I win. You guys nothing. took too much time. That's bad Good job by day, Coop sir. as a judge. Uh. Congratulations, Mike. I give you a golden ticket as the winner of Maller's Mountain of Money. Good job, Sorry, by Mike. You. I'm not writing you down. Uh, you get a golden ticket, and I uh, believe you lost, Eddie, because your guy didn't know pretty much anybody. He didn't know the Minister of Defense in the first round. You should be disqualified on that alone. Uh, so, Chris, uh, sorry, you are the loser, and Mike... You are the winner. Another win for me, adding to my all-time wins record. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And uh, here we are at it again as the baseball trade deadline is coming gone. The Dodgers, the big winner this year. They get you Darvish from the Rangers for a bag of lottery tickets, a big bag of lottery tickets, and the Yankees swindling the Oakland Athletics for Sonny Gray. The A's took two injured players. They got three players in return, minor league players, and two of them are out for the year with injuries. That is a very savvy move by Billy Bean. I got to tell you, not only do you get unproven young players, but they're hurt. That's like the, uh, the triple whammy for the Oakland Athletics. But speaking of baseball, for some reason, some reason, the Chicago Cubs, now they made some moves at the deadline. They didn't have the wow factor like the Dodgers and the Yankees, but the Cubs made some, some moves. The Cubs decided on the day of the Major League Baseball trade deadline to make a bizarre announcement. Now, did you hear about this? The Cubs 
have handed out an extra championship ring. They bragged last year that they only made 19 uh, – was, was, each ring had 1,908 diamonds on them, and they, they only made a certain number of rings because you know, they had to limit the number of rings that they made, God forbid. Uh, uh, anyway, so the Cubs handed a championship ring to Steve Bartman, the infamous Chicago Cub fan. Steve Bartman got a World Series ring. Reaching into the stands and couldn't get it, and he's livid with a fan. That's awfully close to fan interference right there. Yeah, uh, it was. It was fan interference. So let's talk about this. Now, in case you've been living under a rock, it wasn't called that way, but in case you've been living under a rock, Steve Bartman, you heard the play right there, on Fox. I happened to be working that night here at Fox Sports Radio, and I recall counting down the outs as the Cubs were getting closer to ending the curse of the Billy Goat and going to go to the World Series, the 2003 NLCS, the Dusty Baker-managed Chicago Cubs. And Steve Bartman, who had claimed to be a lifelong Cub fan, became a man of mystery that particular night, the sixth game of the 03 NLCS, when he tipped a foul ball and Moises Alou could not catch it as he attempted to catch it into the stands there down the line. And that play lived on for over a decade until the Cubs won the World Series this past year. Now, the Cubs in that series, they not only lost game six, there were several poor defensive plays on the infield, but the Cubs would then go on to lose game seven. And so that was not the final chance for the Cubs. The question, though, is this. What are you to make of the Cubs handing out a World Series ring from 2016 to Steve Bartman. Now, I've seen a lot of very positive things said about the Chicago Cubs. I've seen a lot of uh, wonderful, heartfelt messages about how great the Cubs are for doing it. I don't agree. Uh, to me, this seemed, and I, it, it's not that it seemed because it really is this. This is the definition of pandering. It's also hokey, and it's cornball by the Chicago Cubs, right? And, and I'll begin with this. Steve Bartman committed fan interference, right? He, he interfered with the ball. Now, listen, that did not cost the Cubs the 3 NLCS. It was a cool night in Chicago. It was a playoff game. He was not alone. There were a number of fans who attempted to go for the baseball. He, he happened, Bartman, to be the one that actually made contact with the ball. He's the one that that interfered with Moises Alou. So in reality, uh, the Chicago Cubs are paying tribute to a fan who violated the rules, right? He violated the rules. Now, it's pretty obvious why they are doing this. And the word is pandering. This is classic pandering. Now, now this could just be my cynical side. This could just be my cynical side. But it, it tells me that this is disingenuous. In reality, the Chicago Cubs are looking for social media applause. And you know what? They got it. This worked. Boy, did they get it. All over the place. This story has been publicized up and down the dial and on social media. The fact that they handed him a ring. Did they really need to promote it, though? See, this is my argument. Let me give you my side of the thing. If the Cubs really were that concerned about Steve Bartman's privacy, then why publicize it? 
Why, why not just hand him the ring and don't send out a press release? The fact that they made this public, to me, is a sign. The reason they did it was to get attaboys, pats on the back, right? The cavalcade of media dopes lining up to say how classy the Chicago Cubs are for doing this. When in reality, Steve Bartman, the one thing he has strived for is the fact that he does not want to be a public figure. And that's the other part of this. Steve Bartman appears to be a weirdo, right? I mean, let's call it like it is here. I mean, Bartman was part of an infamous moment in baseball history. And he went from shamed baseball fan into the witness protection program. You have no idea what kind of skeletons he must be hiding here. Bartman is said to be an introvert who does not like publicity. And he's cost himself hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, maybe he comes from wealth and he doesn't need it. There's a chance that's the case. His family's got a lot of money. But this guy could have had a book deal. Uh, he, he could have become a motivational speaker, for God's sakes. To pass up 15 minutes of fame, I don't look at that as a noble act. I don't. I mean, he was given the gift of celebrity, and he passed it up. Bartman... He turned down a treasure chest, which could have been his. And we celebrate things in life. We talk, I'll give you an example. LeVar Ball. Let me compare Steve Bartman to LeVar Ball. Imagine a world where LeVar Ball said, no, I don't want the publicity. I don't need the publicity. I just want to live a quiet life in suburban Los Angeles. I want to coach my kids' games. I don't want to sell basketball shoes. I don't want to be a guest on Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports Radio. I don't need any of that. I, now it went up to $3 billion. I just want to live a quiet, suburban life. That's How boring would that be, right? Now, LeVar Ball's an entertainer. Uh, he is a, a person that has pizzazz when he speaks. Apparently, Bartman is not like that. But in all seriousness here, I mean, you, you missed a golden opportunity. How much is a Cubs World Series ring worth? How much is that worth a hundred thousand dollars? Is it worth more because it's got Bartman's name on it? It's worth a lot more. I can get a lot more money for that. Now, the last observation here. I found this whole thing hokey. Am I a bad person because I found this I found this whole thing hokey? Steve Bartman, as I've said several times here, he wants to be a private person. He wants to live the sheltered life does not want the attention. I said that time and again. And that's his decision. He can live his life how he wants to live. That's not how I would choose to follow this path. But clearly, uh, I would think he's far too modest a person, Steve Bartman, and way too classy to want to be the focus of attention. So it's wrong of the Chicago Cubs to have sent out this press release and to make a big deal and to get a quote uh, from Bartman. Uh, I mean, my it's cornball 101 is what it is. Uh, it's just nauseating. And so Bartman can continue to be a man of mystery. And then at some point, if he really does come short on money, he'll, he'll attempt to get some money and he'll do a book and, and all that. I guess that's always the thing in your back pocket, right? Although I don't know if you can get a book at this point. It's been so long. The Cubs have won the World Series. Uh, the whole thing. The, the whole deal. Now, I've heard rumors from my guys in Chicago that Bartman still goes to Cub games. Nobody really knows what he looks like now. This is 14 years ago. He's a pretty young guy 14 years ago. I imagine he's probably got a beer belly now, and he's 
uh, gains some weight and his, his appearance. Who knows? We don't know what he would look like with 14 years. Take the Cubs hat off. Take the glasses off. That the headphones, the turtleneck, take all that stuff off. You don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know what the hell's going on with Barbie. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show. The Ben Maller Show, and we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia is here. Hang on. Always thought that uh, that Bartman thing was such a raw deal for him. Yeah. Do you like how the Cubs made sure they sent the news release to everyone? Hey, by the way, we gave Bartman a ring. Look how good we are. Yeah, I understand they're trying to get points. I, I get they got it, I points. Guess. They got points. They, that's pandering. Is, is there, can you recall, though, anything that has happened in sports where somebody did something for someone else and you thought, man, that was that's really awesome. What a what a great oh, story well, if that it's, is. If it's genuine, yes. Okay. This was not genuine. What? Off the top of my head, I can't, but I'm sure it's happened. Uh, when it when it happens, I'll let, next time it happens, I'll I'll make sure to announce it to you, Eddie, because I know uh, you're very concerned about that. Yeah, well, I'm just. I mean, it's just that's the way you're going to go with all these stories. I think. I don't think. Well, there's you ever think been I am incorrect? That, you think this is not pandering? No, I'm just. Could, I just don't think possible, if it was some some kind of sincere, you know, gesture on their part. You you still go. You still well, go. You would you would agree it. that a lot of charity acts in sports are done for. Uh, applause and hey, I'm great. Look at me. I don't know what a lot means. I think uh, many of these uh, charity moves by teams are hey, we can get some good publicity on this. This will help our image. Let's do it. I would say that that's part of it, but I, think I don't that's know that a that's a big part of it. Well, Eddie. then, I mean, that's how you look at things. That's the accurate way to look at things. It's the cynical. You even admit it. It maybe it's yes, I'm being I, cynical. It's the cynical way of looking at this. But again, I mean, Bartman has been very open about the fact he doesn't want any publicity. You know, he got very upset with ESPN for stalking him at his job, trying to get him to do an interview. He got very upset. In fact, he ripped them through his uh, representation, his attorney or whatever. Uh, so he didn't want any attention. So if you don't want attention, just give the guy the ring. Don't tell it to anybody. Don't let anyone know you well, gave him the ring. I mean, but that's not Bartman's fault. They can't blame him for this. Yes, they asked him for a statement. It was in the press release, a statement from Steve Bartman. So how? what, what would be the story if he said nothing? Look at what a jerk Steve Bartman no, is. No, the story they is They gave him a World nothing. Series ring, they and he's decided not why do to we even know? Why do we need it? to know about this? Why do I need to know about this? Now, this shouldn't surprise you, Ben, but I completely disagree with you on this. Now, Yes, Coop? Bartman says he doesn't want to be in the limelight. He even said that during the, the little press release that he had for this ring. He said, you know, this is, this is great. He went through his whole, like, you know, I'm thankful to the Cubs, blah, blah, blah. By the way, I will not be giving any interviews or doing anything. Please leave me alone. That's what he says uh-huh. at the end of it. Yeah. Now, if they had just done what you said and given him the ring and not done a press release for the pats on the back, yeah. which, yes, I, I agree, that is what they're doing. But it also saves Bartman because now this so, closes oh, the door on this whole no, thing. No, it does not. Because any time the Cubs like did anything, Bartman always comes up, and then there's always people looking for Bartman to ask do- him, do you think they should have invited you to throw out the first pitch, or do you think, you know, how come you weren't at the, the parade ceremony? Now – the chapter, it's it. The story's finished. I, it's the I closing told, chapter. I, I disagree. It, it's it's a symbolic gesture by the Cubs of saying, we're, you know, we're all good. 
basically to Steve Bartman. <laughs> yes. As far as an organization, it's a photo op is what it is. It's like, hey, look at us, look how great we are. That's I'm thinking. I, I think it's part of it, but I also it's think it's it's telling it. it's telling the public, look, we're the, we've won a World Series. We're moving on. Let's let this so, guy move so on with his life. So if the Cubs had never won the World Series, it would still be okay to goof on Bartman. Is that well, what for saying? fans, it would be for it sure. It would still be fair game, and it would be I all I mean, look accurate. at Bill Buckner in, in Boston, the same thing. Once they won a couple oh. of World Series, it was like, okay, we, all is forgiven. We've Bill Buckner embellished that quite a bit, but that's uh, you know, that's fine. Buckner moved to Idaho. You think he embellished that people were making his life uh, miserable? Yes. I don't think on a day-to-day basis people were making Buckner's life miserable. Really? Yes. If he was in public, I guarantee you someone was saying something to him about it. So O.J. Simpson goes around and and he killed two people and he's treated like a hero when he goes into restaurants. But Bill Buckner. Yes. Have you been in a restaurant with O.J. Simpson? Yes. People are standing up and applauding when he walks in the door? Is that why USC has said he's not welcome on campus? Yeah. You know what? They still have his number 32 retired at the Coliseum prominently. Display. Why don't they take that down if they're so offended by OJ? Why don't they unretire his number? That's okay. Do that. They, but, okay, they're not they, allowing they him on campus. Don't act like they're treating do him like know? he's a celebrity. What are they going to do if OJ shows up on campus? I hope OJ shows up. See, that's a BS thing, too. OJ's going to move to Florida. He's not going to be in LA, he's going to be in Florida. Because that's where the taxes are better. His pension's protected. You just you know, said O.J.'s treated like a hero, and I just told I you he's when, not welcome on the campus of uh, the when, school when, that he went to OJ, and won a Heisman when, Trophy. When O.J. Go, got out of jail, or when, when O.J. before, he, he obviously didn't go to jail. He was, he was in there for a while back in the 90s uh, waiting for the trial and all that. But when he got out, he went to restaurants and stuff. Most people were nice to him. They wanted his autograph. They wanted to take a picture with him. Well, here's, here's the difference, Ben. OJ never let anybody down on the field. <laughs> yeah, you know most people they, uh-huh. they care about their team. They okay. don't they don't know okay. Nicole. All right. from, you you, you know. guys have all the answers here. You think that Buckner was life was hell everywhere he went. No one was nice to him. Everyone I'm sure the I'm sure him. the people in Boston said, and, "Hey, Bill, uh, don't let it bother you. No big deal. So it's just think, a baseball game." You think game. on a day to day basis when Buckner was living in that area, people came up to him and said, "I hate you." You I guarantee you people you said things day, to him if they saw day, him. Every day Buckner went out to in buy, public, a, buy a I, cup of coffee. Yes, yes. Oh, I disagree. I think you are completely wrong on that, but that's fine. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's uh, get to it. Here we go. It's uh, a hockey season, I think, somewhere. I don't know. Uh, let's puck the world. Eddie. Garcia. Well, uh, your boy John Tortorella of the Torch. Columbus Blue Jackets received a one-year contract extension following a season in which he won the Jack Adams Award as the Coach of the Year. We sucked at a time we should not have sucked. Tortorella has uh, led the Blue Jackets to an 84-57-16 overall record. They were 50-24-8 last year, 108 points. That was the best in franchise history, fourth best in the NHL last year, and a 32-point turnaround from the previous season, so he gets a one-year extension. Dallas Stars are going to host the 2018 NHL Draft at the American Airlines Center. It's June 22nd and 23rd. Dallas will host the draft for the first time as their franchise is celebrating the 25th season in Texas after leaving Minnesota. We're 64 days from the start of the NHL season, and there are three future Hall of Famers still looking for work. Yarmir Yager, who played 23 seasons in the NHL, was reportedly told by the Florida Panthers they were going to offer him a contract, but uh, that did not happen. Shane Doan played 21 NHL seasons, all with the same franchise, not offered a contract by the Arizona Coyotes. And Jerome McGinley, 20-year NHL veteran, also still looking for a job. So three future Hall of Famers. Will they get offered a contract before the season starts? We will wait and see. And that's your Puck the World Report. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 